Welcome to episode 182 of I Am Talk, your weekly fix in all things Iron Man. Alright guys, welcome along to episode 182 of I Am Talk with Coach John Newsom and Bevan James Oz. How you going, mate? I'm very good. Do you know what, John? It's a special show. It, it is a special show, John. That wasn't what I was going to say, but it is. And why is it a special show, John? Because it's the Richard Kingsford special show today. How many people have done this now? It must be about five or six. Mm, maximum five. You've had Ali Hollington, you've had uh, Thomas John Newsom Peoples. Yeah, the Glen. Glen was the original. Yeah, the Glen. Uh, the, 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 the Jersey Modifier, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the Holy Hammer. Oh, you could be offending right now, John, if yeah. we haven't remembered well, we're getting, them all. We're getting up there. It's about about five. Your, yeah. your estimation was correct. Okay, Richard Kingsford show. And why is it his show, John? Because he's contributed some um, every part of content, content basically. Age group of the week, a high five. Websites of the week. He's delivered. He's, he's done it, and uh, so it's very good. So this week's show, we've got news. We've got age group of the week. High five. Websites of the week, and we've got a few questions and answers this week. Well, we? I wasn't going to do coach's corner, so I'm just trying to fill out a few bit of time no, there. It was good. It was good. I was looking at the questions. They're good. Oh, but first of all, John sponsors coffeesofhawaii.com for the world's best coffee. Enter the discount code I am talking checkout. Trybuys.com. Get on there for the deals, and we've got a bit of a game with Trybuys at the moment, haven't we? That's right. Spin, Spin the, the crank. crank. <laughs> and Athlinks.com. And we've actually got a bit of an interview with uh, Troy from Athlinks at the end of the show. We talked to him about five, 10 minutes about what's happening with uh, Athlinks at the moment and all the innovative stuff they are doing. It's all happening. So, first of all, in the show, we've got uh, news brought to you apparently by Xtry, and check out Xtry for the latest news reviews and interviews with the stars. And go on every week because John seems to get the best photos of us. Where? Yeah. On next try. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll get the... Uh, I'll it's get either the, one of you or your Avanti bike, <laughs> yeah. or some of us looking like geeks. I'll get the Blue 71 up there this week. Okay. Or I could do the one with our IM Talk sign from Kona. Yeah, we might. you're not in that. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Okay. Get you on it. Yeah. I don't mind. I don't cool. need the ego. Okay, cool. Yeah. Results. The Great Man. Oh, it's a great race. <laughs> I, I, I never heard of it, never heard of it before, but there was a little thing on k226.com, and uh, one of those two there, I'm not sure. No, the other one. No, the other one. <laughs> um, about Jocelyn Wong. So she's in, in uh, Team BB, and she went over, did the great man, and she almost became the great man. Despite being a female, she finished second overall and won the women's race. I'm kind of curious who, who they take on in Team BB, because she was her personal best before this race was in 11.08, and she's obviously got down a lot to a 9.55, you know, yep. so she's, she's obviously a pretty sh- you know, sharp racer. But it's interesting, what's the criteria for getting into Team BB? I don't know. Could could any Joe Blog just turn up and do it? No, I think you've got to... Firstly, I think he probably just checks out your basic ability, and then he'll just assess whether he thinks you've got it or not. But it's more more about attitude, I think. And I think a big part of their program is developing um, athletes from areas that have not developed athletes but I know they do a lot in Brazil and they do a lot in, in down in Asia in terms of um, developing some local local athletes and I know that's part of the, the sort of team team culture so um, yeah we don't. We, I know her name has popped up once or twice this year I think in maybe the Korean, the former Ironman career where they had the long distance race I think she might have done that so she's not bad and as you said 9.55 is not a shabby time and she swam 107, biked 5.09 and ran three, uh, 3.33 to finish second overall winning the women's race and we don't have any other results other than that, other than that she got second. So nice. good on her. Nice, she beat all the blokes, basically. Okay, uh, coming up this weekend, we've got the Beach to Battleship. 
second year. I had, oh, um, second year running John. I love the way you find these random races. Oh no, they're all on k26.com last year. I mean, they had a good turnout last year. I had a quick look and they had um, about 400 odd doing the full and they also nice. had a half. No, that's good. Um, so that looks like a pretty cool race. And they've also got Silverman off on this weekend, which we've talked um, a number of times about. One of the very, hardest races out there, isn't it? Very, very challenging. It doesn't look, well, I couldn't, it wasn't obvious whether they still have that team challenge. So I presume no, they don't. That would be obvious, <clears throat> wouldn't it? So they used to have uh, $100,000 US on the line if you could go under eight hours on the course. And um, No one ever did the, it, did they? One team should have done it one year. but Yeah, the marathon, marathon runner, who was like a 212 runner. Went out nutso and then exploded. To 252 or something, yeah. Yeah, so got those two on. And one other thing I was going to say about those two, they've both got little um, youtube type clips on there to give you a little preview of the race. And I was thinking, you know, them and, and also ITU are really good at doing that. ITU are especially good at constantly putting up um, video clips, clips yep. promo clips. Sometimes they're you know banging their chest saying we're great sort of things, but they're just good to go and watch. Oh, it's promo, and and it's something that that WTC doesn't seem to do very much. And well, they sell. Sorry? That's the difference. They sell that. Right. You know what I mean? Like if you go on YouTube, WTC do put some content up, mm. but they'll just put snippets up, which is to sell the DVDs. So then it points you right. in the direction of the DVDs that they sell. Because I'm pretty sure they make a lot of money from the merchandising. Yeah. And so, so they, but they should have that. They should, you know, whether they're the little promo things or not, they should put them a bit more regularly up on their site. I think they're um, great. Well, it's things. interesting because someone I know put uh, the I'm more up on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and. I don't think WTC would care about that actually because it was ABC, it was a different right. network. So because yeah. they don't, do they sell the iron more? I'm uh, not sure. Maybe they do. But anyway, um, maybe I shouldn't be saying this. <laughs> <laughs> it's not up there anymore. Is it not? Oh no, it's still up there. But the, the, the other ones all got taken down. Well, the thing I find interesting is that whoever does obviously a genius, but, um, <laughs> but but the thing I find interesting is that it's had over 100,000 hits now I think yeah. all together it's, it's probably a couple hundred thousand hits with all you know, segments of it yeah. and it's like that's great for the sport oh, yeah. you know that's selling the sport and yeah. like it's yeah and you get your sponsors logos in there and, and your sponsors will be wrapped with yeah, it yeah yeah so, so interesting times if you want to check out those two races coming up this weekend they both look like pretty cool events um, there's so many options out there these days for you know different races if you're sick of doing the same on one each sometimes year. I wonder John if you really do love Ironman you always make that the last race we put on, on the events calendar sharing it this weekend we've got Ironman Florida happening and it's a good old ballads kind of playground isn't it it is but now how many times she's going she's won it five times out yeah. of the eight times she's competed there right so pretty impressive record and so wait a second Joe Lawns won New Zealand six five or six something like that maybe yeah, maybe six I think yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so who was the I wonder what the most winningest female is I think Joe may be it in one race Oh no, because um, bloody Paul and Newby Fraser won Hawaii eight times. Yeah, and I'd say um, there's a few others out there as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, Cam Cam has a record, but doesn't he? In New Zealand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, Ironman Florida this weekend, um, coming towards the end of the season. Nina Craft. Nina Craft. Yeah, you know, the field. It's not particularly deep. You'd expect. Have a go on pa- it. Paper. I did my P's you said, yeah, very good uh, but I'd expect Bella if she's in good form to, to win it she's, and she's probably going to be racing with a bit of anger she had a very disappointing race in Kona don't know why but she, she had a bad day did she, she finish Kona? I'm not she? sure oh, I saw her wandering around if she did finish she certainly wasn't in the top 10 um, actually I think she didn't now just yeah. from the, off the cuff yeah, yeah just but, off the cuff maybe yeah. you should have done your P's a bit better I think she won it didn't she? <laughs> so Bella's going, looking some uh, looking, won it. looking strong in the, in the female side of things and, and likewise, in the, in the men's, it's not a particularly deep field. Um, you've got Reynard Tissink, uh, who, who's, who's been looking pretty strong. He's a big favourite, doesn't he? I would have thought so. Yeah. You know, I mean, again, if he, he racist yeah. his potential, 
he should should take it out. Justin Deere, good steady athlete. Now Zach Rubble, isn't he the guy that won the uh, that race like two weeks ago when he, he wasn't going to do the whole thing? The oh. great play for Iridian. I think that might have been the guy that, that, that okay. did that. But I had a, had a quick look through the the rest of the men's results, uh, men's field, and there wasn't anybody sort of jumping out at me saying, "Hey, I'm going to take you down." So I think it's uh, well, the big man's racing. The big man, you, yeah, big yeah, man. Here yeah. we there thereabouts. Here we there thereabouts. Okay, other news we had coming through this weekend or this week, and it's yet to be confirmed. But on a forum on the good old transitionsforum.org.au, which means yeah. it's Australian. Um, oh, look at that. There's my marathon thinking. Nice. Um, Let's click on that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't click on it unless you're going to do it. Um, challenge through the grapevine may be having a race in Australia. And, and Felix alluded to that, but he did. Because yeah, I, I, I went deeper because he yeah. said, oh, we're going to do some big announcements. So I kind of went to him and said, hey, mate, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, no, I'm not telling you. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, um, people are speculating that they're going to have one in Australia. And, and I think one day they will. It just depends on whether it's uh, next year or the year after or whenever the hell they're going to do it. But Well, word on the street, I did get another email about it. I can't remember who from, sorry. But they were saying that next year is going to be a half and the year after will be a full. It's like what they did with um, with Barcelona. So. Yeah. Barcelona. Barcelona. So, Aussies, look out for that one. So what do you reckon? Go, I suppose it depends on where it is in Australia. I think, How do you reckon I, think, I think there's demand there. I mean, they've got uh, two WTC races. It'll be interesting to see if they keep two WTC um, Ironman races. I think they would. They're both pretty popular with yeah, um, yeah. Western Australia and uh, Port Macquarie. Um, so, I think I definitely think there's demand over there. There's not a Will lot. Will Challenge be popular enough in Australia? Oh, I think so. Yeah. yeah, I think so. There's plenty of, there's plenty of triathletes in Australia. I think the other thing for Challenge that may be a bit of a benefit of doing this is that if they do a Challenge race in Australia and they really enjoy it, they may look to do Wanaka. That's right. Yeah, because the experience is pretty cool at Challenge. Mm. Okay, then. Uh, then Desiree Ficker, our good friend Desiree. Yeah, good mate Desiree. We chatted with in Kona. Yep. Good we race. Tight. New York Marathon. Finished in 10th place. Took home $500. <laughs> the winner took over 130000 Yeah. She took 500 You'd be a bit gutted. But it was based on time. So basically places 7 through to 10 were reduced by 50% for slower times than the, uh, basically the faster people. Oh, it's interesting. I didn't read that part. Yeah. Nice so if research. you look at the men's, she would have got $1,000. Oh. But because she was a little bit slow, they got cut by 50%. Oh, that's an interesting way of doing it. Well, it's kind of like the Ironman, isn't it? They cut, oh, you don't get paid, isn't it? You don't get paid at all. You've got to be within... 7% isn't it oh, it changes a bit from race to race um, so how nice that's a good way of getting out of it she, I mean, think she, <laughs> she was 11, 11 minutes behind the 11 minutes behind the winner but 239 PB that's a pretty honest split for triathlete. and it's been a big year for her because as we were talking to her on her mother had died recently and yeah. I think this is a big race for doing that so what's she popping out 9 men in can you remember what she ran 9 men in well, she got, would she get second or third in Kona that year second, second. so yeah. I can't remember you, you assume it must have been about 9 20 or something like that you would have guessed in Kona when she got that, that, that place so well, who was it Caffrey who did the 256 she, in Kona this year she ran two, 256 or 258 it's 56 yeah and so what do you reckon she would probably had a marathon and then uh, I don't know um, I wouldn't have thought that she'd have to train specifically to go that fast but I wouldn't have thought um, any, any quicker than that probably maybe maybe marginally quicker but like only a minute or two well what was interesting about the females racing the marathon was that some woman from Ethiopia, she's Ethiopia some woman. She's, she's, she's won a couple of Olympic gold medals so she's she's, she's yeah well she's but she's yeah whatever yeah. but the placing between second third and fourth was amazing it was only like 20 seconds between them yeah Paula Radcliffe had a little bit of difficulty there yeah it's, it's always the same in the guys race it's usually very very 
close and often comes down to the last um, the last kilometre. So sounded like it was reasonably tough conditions, a bit of wind out there. So well done if any triathletes were doing the New York Marathon. Have you ever seen a fast marathon? No. Would you like to? Yes. Yeah, it would be pretty cool, eh? It would be. Because those guys are hammering it out. They're going very fast. It'd just be great. It'd be great to run with those marathoners at marathon Just as long pace, as you could, eh? Just for How long do you reckon you could last? Well, if he's doing uh, 209, what are, what are they running? What K pace are they running there? Oh, do you want me to put like the marathon calculator, John? No. <laughs> uh, I'd, I'd be able to last a K or, or two, maybe, I reckon. Two Ks or something? Oh, I don't know. You reckon? Whatever, just let's move on. It's, it's I'm, I am talk, not marathon talk. Yeah, but we're talking marathon right now, John, because you're going to do a marathon next year, aren't you? Uh, potentially, I could. And so what do you reckon you're going to pop your marathon? Do you reckon you that beat one Desiree? One. That one right, go, okay, that okay, one here we go. Here we go, keep talking. Do I reckon I'd beat Desiree? Okay, wait a second. On a fast course, uh, yes, I reckon I would uh, I would be able to take her. Target time? 2.09. Okay, 2... Uh, the listeners love this, John, when we do this random Calculate crap. now. Calculate now. 303k pace. Oh, yes, yeah, so you could sit with them for a couple of k's. Not in current condition, I couldn't. When I was in really good condition, I could probably stay with them for, for 2k. I um, wouldn't be able to stay for so 3. For, so for a guy who runs for 2 hours and 8 minutes, you could stay with 6 minutes. Yeah. That's pretty awesome, eh? That's pretty fast. I'm pretty impressed that you could stay with 6 minutes. I, I, that, that would be, so wait a second, so what, what do you reckon you'll do your marathon in? Oh, look, I reckon if I had a really good day. Best case scenario. Best case? Best case scenario, probably... 235 and then that would be a really I would have to train really you need to sit on 340s yeah yeah. I was trying for 345s when I was trying to get under yeah and I was going pretty so good I'd be, pulling, I'd be pulling away 5 seconds per K you just see me drifting yeah, off into would, the distance I would and it broke my heart ok let's move on um, oh, they love that no Honestly. we're going to talk some more marathon stuff here because oh there we go it's marathon week it's marathon week because we've had discussions about uh you know, tr- top, oh, good old Rasmus, our good mate Rasmus. Rasmus, who's going to, who said he could run a two twelve, and so we had Pim in. Oh, we're going to make him bulls. At this, no, you are. Name. I'm not. P- Pim in miracle, miracle. Um, sorry, I've completely stuffed up your name. He sent through some results from wait, the wait, Frankfurt wait. Marathon. There. Ah, oh, I just go Pim Vigor. Pim Vigor. Yeah. Okay, nice work. Uh, Stephen Justice, who's an ITU athlete, he he had a I think he had a third place finish in one of the rounds this year, and he's so he's consistently in the top five um, or top ten on ITU short course races. So he's running you know around about a, a 30-31-10k. He ran the Frankfurt Marathon and did two eighteen. Had pretty consistent splits all the way through. So that gives you an idea on what some of the top short course athletes um, are doing. He finished twenty fourth place. It'd be interesting okay. to see if this guy here focused just on marathon. What do you reckon get down to about two twelve? Yeah, if, if he just like if he spent uh, four or five years running, yeah. If he spent four or five years running, you would have thought that would be realisticish. Maybe yeah. no, maybe two, that's quite a big step. But to two fifteen, yeah, two fifteen is not going to get you that competitive. No. And also one final piece of news: we had the Aldmere Triathlon, which is a very very long standing race in Holland. This is a good goss, John. Um, is may well be turning into a Ironman race. So do you think the WTC are trying to be more aggressive in Europe because Challenge are being more aggressive now? No, I just think they're just, just trying, trying to get, just, new races just, just get more races. And, and there's so much demand out there. I don't see why not. I mean, this is a big race anyway, so it's just going to be a change in branding. And I think normally they would just attract mostly Dutch athletes or people that live in the vicinity of Almera. Um, but by going WTC, all of a sudden you'll open up the floodgates and they'll have a well, full But that's what field. he's saying. No, normally they're over all categories and they might do team racing and stuff here. They have 750 participants and I reckon they'll get 1,500 athletes pretty much first year mm. by the time they go. Exactly. So... Which is interesting because if you go and 750 participants on teams, you know, mm. that kind of divvies it up. But if you're actually just having it from one category, it does make it a lot different, doesn't it? Nice. So check out, so. keep a, keep an eye on that news. 235, eh? 
When are you going to do this marathon? I don't know. <laughs> Which one are you eyeing up? If you're, you're thinking Christchurch if you're going to go fast. Sorry? Yeah. Well, if, if, <laughs> I, I may do Christchurch. <laughs> you're we'll not see. going to Rotorua. No. <laughs> 235, I'm going to keep you to that. <laughs> it's a best case scenario. That's <laughs> if my I trained if I did a, about a twenty week build up. Oh, look at that! Look at that website. Racing.co.nz. I'm everywhere. Right. Uh, discussion it's, of the week. I, I've got to pull up the website, John. I haven't done my piece. Okay, well, I've done my piece, and it's pretty straightforward. So last week's discussion was Bevan is uh, considering whether to go on a pussy boxing stupid pussy, competition, pussy, uh, or to uh, harden up and go and do the Wanaka. Hey, ta- Triathlon Tauranga, congratulations. Good to see you joining up on Athlinks. And actually, the, the Wellington Triathlon and Multisport Club are friends of IM Talk. Nice. Oh, we're loving it. Um, so last week was whether Bevan should do his boxing or whether he should uh, race should the challenge uh, Wanaka. It's pretty conclusive. There's 14, I think, on there that say... I'm good old Victoria from Challenge Wanaka. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> She's saying it's a no-brainer. See you on Wanaka. So, she said it twice. She loved it so much. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys, uh, it was pretty conclusive. I think everybody said uh, you should definitely do challenge. And I think the last comment... Um, Bob. Beat down Bev. BJ Christensen said box and go by the name Beat Down Bev. Well, you know what I found really interesting? Was I actually thought everyone would want me to get beaten up. Right. So I didn't think many people would say Wanaka. No. So I'm, I'm, I'm actually feeling in love. This is, this is a bit of a positive affirmation for Fe- me. Fegan's one there. He sort of said you should do both. Obviously you should do both and stop being such a lightweight. It's obvious that the draw of the Z-list, hey, Z-list mate, we're like F in Christchurch, aren't we? Yeah, they're going to write up in the paper next week. Oh, again? Because <laughs> I'm the F-list. Uh, we'll make it. You do it, and why the hell not? Career-wise, you'll get more exposure from the boxing. Well, there, I may even go to E. Mm. Yeah. Uh, you can even use the lame excuse for a half-assed performance at Wanaka. That's actually a good point. That's right. I could probably do that. I'm going to use... I've got plenty of half-assed excuse for Wanaka anyway. Boxing name, Bevan, the Love Man Isles. Theme song is obviously Mr. Love Man by Shabba Ranks. Never heard of it. No, you got to come into Eye of the Tiger. Oh, yeah. Well, okay, tiger. if I do it... Yeah. Will you come in and be my ringman? <laughs> I'll come and be your ringman. <laughs> okay. You'll be like Rocky. Yeah. You know, and the old guy, yeah. you'll go, okay, you got to keep your eyes up, Bevan, you know? <laughs> and if, if, the, if you're pe- beating the other guy up, I'll give you a clip around the ears and... Oh, but no, you mean to go, you're doing good. And I'll Vaseline your face. Yeah, Vaseline my face, get my cuts. Yeah, get the little you're squeeze of things out, oh, squeeze mate. your face together. Well, I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, just a couple of those. Andrew Kerr, Wanaka is where all the best people will be, and me, get down to Wanaka Mully. Mm. I may even ignore you again when I've got the race face on how will you keep up your cueless celebrity status when you're disregarding everything that got you here uh, so I like Andrew's better because he's giving me a cue uh, Stacey Head boxing would be stupid he, he isn't ugly enough but if he chose to do it I think he would be mullet man stick right. to the half challenge Wanaka you know what you want to do Duncan the lifesaver Smith two things boxing is a skill sport and takes time to learn you think I've got no skill <laughs> you want to go mate you want to fussy <laughs> most people can throw a punch but it takes time to learn the evasive and defensive techniques to keep yourself out of trouble I don't think six weeks is enough but you would be boxing against another Muppet who hasn't done well the funny thing is John one time when I was younger me and my mates because yeah. I used to have this mate called Mark Turner Mark Turner was a boxer yeah. and he had boxing gloves and when we used to get on the piss we used to have boxing matches, just play fighting. But yeah. there was this guy called Fat Man. He was six foot six, yeah. built like a, and he was a big dude as well. And we got the boxing gloves out. And my strategy was because I was really fit that I just go on crazy. So I went on. I was beating the crap out of him, and he didn't know what to do. Yeah. Hit me once, knocked me out. <laughs> <laughs> it was over. Nice. That's what you got to be careful of. Yeah. Also, gloves and wraps and headgear do provide some protection from hand injuries, face cuts, and superficial injuries. They do not help much at reducing the concussion. Uh, 
concussive force of blows. Whilst it might be flattering to box as a celebrity, I think the challenge moniker is a much better option. Do you know what I like about Duncan? What? He cares. That's right. Because that's a caring email. He's yeah. not saying, he says, no, look, look after yourself, mate. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Look after you. Lastly, I'm going to do one more. Victoria, it's a no-brainer to your moniker. That's right. <laughs> Beautiful. Bevan, what's the decision been? Are you going to go for the I, I think I'm, I'm going to tell the guy I can't do it this year because I've only got five weeks. Yeah. But I'm going to say, if he does it again, let me know and give right. me a bit more time. And who's it fundraising? You know who's fundraising uh, it's, for? it's for a local young boxing club. Right. Yeah, so... And apparently they've got some pretty good F-grade celebrities. Right. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah. Next, next year. Okay, John, I'm, I'm vetoing your discussion again. Hey, no, you cannot veto my discussion, sorry, because this is... Uh, John, did you get the one about this the is Richard. This is Richard's... Oh, I can't. You can't veto. It's oh. Richard's show. Well, next week I've got a good one. Yeah, the cookbook thing. I no, no. I didn't quite the, get that. Did you get the email? With all the names and... Yeah, because there's a cookbook. There's a triathlon cookbook. And okay. that's... Did you not? I, I, got, I got it, but I, I didn't quite understand happy. it. Well, oh, I I'll reread the email. I'll reread it again. You, you don't read the email. Skim read. <laughs> I read, I reply. Okay, Richard's discussion was what was it? Best, best exercise holiday locations in the world and why? Oh, that's actually a pretty good one. Yeah. I really did like Orange County. Okay. Because Not because it was. Save beautiful. it for next week. Oh, okay. Hands gone up. Save okay. it for next he's, week. He's put the hand up. Did <laughs> you do that to Thomas? That's right. Stop. Yep. Did you do the car Your little voice? red car is going up high, Thomas. <laughs> oh, there we go. Your red car. <laughs> Teddy's going up high as well. Up high is because he can't reach it. Yeah. Nice. Oh, it's a great strategy. See, Tyler's at an age where sometimes I actually lose the plot. Right. The other week I actually lost the plot. I, <laughs> and I never lose the plot. And she knew, she knew just to stop right then. <laughs> she, she knew it was game over. Because <laughs> I never lose the plot. Okay, then, uh, let's put some music on. Age Grouper of the Week and good old Richard, Richard Kingsford sent through the sweets Age Grouper and the Age Grouper is a man by the name of Steve O'Neill Steve is in his low 40s not high no, just low. low keeping it low keep it low rider we'll call him uh, and showed his class at Ironman New Zealand this year by breaking the 10 hour barrier that's a pretty good effort in your low 40s Steve and, works, on, and on New Zealand course yeah and Steve works hard and has kids and all the rest of the palaver uh, that is not what makes Steve such a cool story. Steve went to do his first Ironman in 2006 in New Zealand. That was the year the, the water was cancelled, or the swarm was cancelled. It was water. a debacle. It was a debacle, wasn't it? And that was a debacle because Cameron Brown was going for the most wins in a row, yeah. and he didn't win it. Yeah. And they still called him an Ironman. I felt he was cheated. Yeah. Uh, they had five second, second intervals. Trained, Steve's trained hard for this, ready to let it rip with all of us. Uh, but he was a little bit gutted. One of the highlights of the race was when the announcer spotted his bike. Built in the late 90s, he had tubular shifters. Uh, the down tube shifters. Oh, down tube shifters. His cycle gear was from the same era. Fast forward three years to New Zealand Ironman 2009. Steve swims at 111. Uh, then he, he's at the back of the pack. Behind a million dollars of cycling equipment, he then rides a 509. How many people on their flash carbon bikes and aero everything would have been passed by this man with all his gear from the 90s? Brilliant. 509 bike on that course is on that bike. very respectable. What did you ride there? I've ridden 457. Uh, did you? Yeah. Um, oh, that was when the year when I got 10th. Um, and then the other time I've done it, it was, was about, probably about that, about 509, something like that. He tops it off with a 3.30 marathon and for a top 100 finish. Steve showed that you can do well by being low-key. I think his approach keeps the 100% of the hundreds he passed just a little bit closer to earth and able to fit the heads into the aero helmets. Good on you, mate. 
So just scroll down there. We'll see and a lot of you've done here, John. You've done some. You've no, done... no, I haven't done these pieces. Oh, is this because of Richard? Yeah. Bloody oats. He should be doing it. It's his so, show. But the bike, uh, let's see, it's transitions, though. There was a port here. I mean, we shouldn't be taking him down, but he had a poor transition. He could have, could have finished higher. And it was 346 in the swim bike transition. Oh, that's but the 509 ranked him at 80, 87th on the bike. I thought it would have been Honestly, if you, New Zealand has the best results page, eh? Uh, I haven't looked at a lot of others, but it does have a good results page. Yeah, because I, I was actually doing some reminiscing a few weeks ago yeah. and uh, reading some of my old breast reports and yeah. just remembering what I was in the past. Yeah. And um, and I actually looked at my New Zealand breast reports, or what they come up with, really good. Nice. But, um, yeah, that is a good effort on an old bike. And his run time, his run rank, 3.30 gets you 80, 82 rank. That's, that's, that's pretty high. Out of high. about 1,500, eh? Yeah, very high, 12th in his age group. So very, very solid. Well done. I wonder what the average run is. The Talk average about, run is... About 4.20? I, I, do, I have seen the result of the stat of this on the site, and it is, uh, yeah, it is, it's, in the, it's in the fours. Oh, wait a second. Average age group run time, 4.38. Wow. Average male run time, 4.33. Yeah. Careful, John. How far are you going to run your marathon? 235. 235. <laughs> it's a 235, man. Um, but anyway, I think that's a cool team because he was going old school. And, uh, and he's just passing. So I'm curious. I wonder if he's tempted to get a new bike. I have, I've got a guy that I coach who just <laughs> bought a fancy new bike, do into a time trial, and his time was slower. Oh, really? <laughs> it's, it's uh, old dunger. Right your heart. Um, but no. So, good old Steve, Steve O'Neill. Outstanding performance. Age group of the week. Love your work. Okay, one, two, three, four. Half five. So we don't necessarily, uh, when people send in uh, content, we don't necessarily condone or endorse <laughs> what they're saying. saying. <laughs> We're just reading what the content says. And this will come up in rule number five. So it's instead of a half, it's rules we're going with today. Okay. And it's, well, I'll go second then. Okay. You can read five. It's commuting in big cities. And yeah, how to be safe. Number one, rule number one, be seen. Lights, lots of lights, don't be stingy, buy them. Bright colours, you don't need to look like a geek to be seen. Agree with that, there's a lot, lot yeah, of cool a stuff. Yeah, more fashion nowadays, isn't it? Yep. Ride where you can be seen. Sneaking up the side of cars is not a good idea. Passing cars is all good, just choose the most visible option. Rule number two, no matter who is in the right, cyclists will always lose in an accident. You must be the one that avoids accidents. Uh, always check intersections for cars coming through orange or red lights. Watch for pedestrians that don't necessarily watch for you. Number three is a biggie. Be courteous. Cyclists yep. have a bad name with everyone. Don't yep. perpetuate this. Oh, nice. Um, be the nice guy even when you're completely wrong. Really? Uh, Sometimes, I'd say, you know, in most situations, <laughs> this is correct. I, I think you'd probably get a little bit angry, wouldn't you? Occasionally, <laughs> but sometimes you've just got to take a couple of deep breaths and just so when give, you give the... people a friendly wave. And yeah. when they know they've really ballsed up and cut you off, you smile at them and sort of maybe give them a little sarcasm. <laughs> I one got back up into me, and actually he backed his car into me, and I rode into the back of his car. Some morons. But it was good because I dented his car, so I kind of felt like, nice. yeah, yeah, yours. Uh, rule number four, always have an escape option. As you cycle, always be looking for options to leave the road, getting out of the way, out of trouble. Learn skills like bunny hopping curbs while travelling parallel to them, riding off balance and braking skills. You will need these skills one day. A good thing here would be, you know, if you're in your off-season or going into your off-season to do some mountain biking, that's where you'll learn all these sort of these yeah. skills. You know, it's doing it on your road bike on the roads. You know, when you're in traffic, practicing hopping is probably not such a good idea. And the thing is, for you and I, like Christchurch roads aren't that busy. Like if for the people who are over in like the UK or New York yeah. and those who are trying to yeah. ride the bike around there, Matt, did you ride when you were in the UK? 
Yeah, but it wasn't. It was similar to Christchurch, so I would I would never ride in London. Um, yeah. People do that, don't they? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so you need you know learn those skills where you can do standing starts and um, and hopping and as I said, jumping up and down curbs and so on. Mountain biking is the easiest place, and if you then if you fall off, you're often not in concrete. So okay, so John, we've, we've reached the rule that you're a little bit you're a little bit a little bit of doubt. Yes. Okay. Well, it's just we, again we're reading this. It's <laughs> uh, it's you're welcome to make up your own choices and whether you want to break the law or not. Uh, use use lights in the safest way. We're talking traffic lights oh. here, not necessarily the most legal way. See, I have to admit, I do a bit of this. Let's face it, lights are built with cars in mind. In mind. Um, bikes don't get considered, so you may need to bend the rules a bit. For example, turning right. Left, this is on, if you're on the left side of people, so in Kiwis and Poms, yep. if you're uh, in the Downside down 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 America, yep. just, just, just think the opposite of what we're about to say. You don't want to be sitting in the middle of the road waiting for a gap in the traffic. Sometimes it's best to go on the pedestrian green. Um, turning left at a red light. Give way to pedestrians, watch for cars, cops, and especially white vans, and then go for it. <laughs> and in America, you're actually allowed to do that, aren't you? Yeah, turn, it's a great rule, right yeah. On the, on yeah. the red, that's a good rule. Um, number three, starting early in the midway, starting early or the midway stop. Yep. If you can see the light patterns, you've been doing this right a hundred times, two rows of cars are going to merge into one, and you're going to be right in the way. Get a head start, time the lights, and be ten metres down the road when the cars hit the gas. It's a, it's a tough rule, this one, because we can't really condone it, but I do it. <laughs> okay. Citizens arrest. <laughs> Slap the cuffs on, no, Bevan. I, I, I do think there are cycles rules. I think there's, there's times when you have to do things like sneaking forward a little bit more mm. just to protect yourself. And at times, you know, you wouldn't tell your kid to do it because they're not experienced cyclists. But it, it being someone who's ridden my whole life in, in traffic, you know, like there are times I will do things that aren't necessary to the law, but are more safer for me. I would never break the law. Of course you wouldn't, John. No. Of course you wouldn't. Uh, rule number six, don't get caught. Refer to rule five. <laughs> As you're very vigilant, uh, anyway, looking for danger, you will no doubt spot the cops. Beware of breaking the rules in front of them. I've done that before, actually. If you do get caught, have a name and address ready so you don't suffer aside of giving the wrong name. Use John Newsom without an E. But if you're in the UK, use that name. My uncle's going to be very angry with you. <laughs> when I was younger, I had a mate. Oh, no, let's not go there. Yeah, good, uh, good times. So, biking and commuting in the big cities... Richard Kingsford style. Yeah, I'm kind of glad we don't have to. Eh? Oh, it's great. <laughs> yeah. I hate riding through the city. I hate it with a passion. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really dangerous. Okay, uh, let's put some music on, John. Here we go, music. Website of the week. That was dramatic music, wasn't that it? That was mastermind, mastermind music. That's what we are. That's right. The and Richard, the because Richard's oh, contributing to the show. Yeah, contributing to the, the show. show. He's done a triple whammy for websites of the week. Okay, so I've pulled them up, and the first one is endurancecorner.com slash AC underscore blog. So AC, Alan Cousins. Alan Cousins. So um, most of you guys, you've heard, him, John. heard Gordo talking um, before, and he's obviously got his endurancecorner.com website, uh, and he's got a number of guys working for him there, and one of them is Alan Cousins. Uh, Alan's an athlete. He came on Epic Camp once when we were in Australia. Um, Did I meet Alan when I was in... No. Oh. No. Uh, he's an Aussie living in, in the States, and there's Gordo that was in France, uh, in Italy. Oh, yeah, Ian, Ian from Pyrenees Multisport, yeah. Russell Coxer in the background. Yeah. Oh, the memories, John. The memories. So, um, Alan is a science 
sports science geek, um, basically. Oh, really? Really? So, he loves it, eh? Yeah, he's fully into it. And so, basically, what um, Richard's saying is the site, um, Alan's blog, um, which is on Endurance Corner, is wicked. The guy knows his stuff and is pretty techy and good. If you've subscribed to the Gordo way of Ironman training, then Alan fills in the scientific go- uh, detail that Gordo chooses to leave out. It's very good, highly recommended. Well, he is like a brainiac. Look at all his degrees. Yeah, so he's um, he's pretty technical, and and so that's why it's it's always really good when you've got somebody um, like yeah. Gordo, who's Gordo's still pretty technical, I would consider. Yeah. But you've got somebody like Alan, who's very very technical, and that's um, based on sometimes you need stuff. yeah you need yeah. somebody in the middle to sort of translate that. And I think when when Alan's talking, you know, some of his stuff can get very technical very quickly. Yeah. Um, but if you're into that, he he knows his stuff. Wow, he's even been a part of the Olympic swim team for the Australian Institute of Sport. Nice. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Okay, then, and then the second website is good old Chucky V at blogspot.com. And Chucky V is a little bit different to good old Alan Cousins because he's just good old hardcore. Old school. Old school. If you like the caveman approach to training, then check out Chucky V's blog. His, his, his saying is, hard work never killed anyone, but why take the chance? So he, Chucky V would have been a bit before your time, yeah, yeah. Um, Bevan. Yeah. So he was he was uh, a, a lot of time he was profiled a lot by WTC because if you checked out his mohawk up the top there, yep. he was a, a real young gun coming through and he did really well in Ironman. He I think he won Ironman Canada or got very very close and he did pretty well in, in Kona. He was um, I th- I'm guessing he was in top ten. He, ne- he never got on the podium or anything, but good solid athlete and and often um, got profiled a lot. Because look, oh, going long. Yeah. So if you want to, he, he's a bit off off the beat. Um, and if you want to check out an alternative, so what happened to him? Is he a little bit older now? Uh, he's not. He's not old, older. But I don't think he's racing seriously anymore. Oh, pre-race planning. Yeah. So I think he's doing a bit of coaching, but um, there's a lot of writing. Yeah. That's what I like podcasting because you just talk. That's right. Imagine doing a blog. It's hard work. Oh man. Because yeah. again, you've got to be consistent with it. You've got to get it coming out regularly if you want people coming back. Oh man. So it looks like there's some good stuff up there. So um, Richard's recommending it. So check it out. And last one, good old Podrunner. Now John probably doesn't know what Podrunner is, but Podrunner is it's a free podcast mm-hmm. and it's a running podcast. And he actually has a couple. He has like an intervals one, and he mm-hmm. says like an endurance run. And basically what it does is it's basically BPM. So, oh, you, you're leaving me. I'm just going to get some water. <laughs> you're, you're, you're just tell them about it. Oh, God. <laughs> Each podcast is a one-hour mix of electronic music paced at certain BPMs. Uh, there is a range of BPMs to choose from. So if I'm going for a run at around 150 BPM, I get a mix in that range, and magically I seem to run at the right pace. Boring listening to their on their own, but good while running. Okay, so a little bit tedious if you just listen to by themselves. But they also have intervals and ramp mixes. You can also listen to I Am Talk on your long rides. So or you can just enjoy the beautiful sounds and serenity of running out in the open. And Do you run to a BPM? Do you ever no. think of pay, like I think about cadence, um, yep. Um, but I don't listen. I never what kind of cadence do you try to run when you're trying um, to do 235? <laughs> About nine, my, my cadence is normally about 90 or a little bit over um, yeah. if I'm running at a little bit of pace. Um, so Nice. Yeah. I mean, I may be up to 95. but Probably about 100 when you do 235, eh? I'll just, I'll just lengthen out a little uh, bit. Just nice. get my stride, keep, keep get my stride length up. up a little bit. Uh, nice. Knee up, toe up. Knee up, toe up. <laughs> yeah, I'll be there. I'll be striding on. I'll be striding on. Ellie Dennis is meant to be getting us to sell those for him. What happened there? Ellie, know. give me an email. Yeah. Um, okay, questions and answers. I think we've got that interview because it's going to be a short show. Well, no, we've got a few questions. Okay, here we go. First one's from good old Justin no. Saunders. 
Yep. Oh, this is a bloody good one. Uh, a race director has recently requested that uh, you thoroughly read the race rules for the website prior to the race. A great deal of time and effort goes into these booklets, and most of the questions arising from competitors can be answered in this booklet. I've also inquired... Oh, so basically what's happened is... I'm going I'm to bring it down. Uh, I'll read it. I've also had to, this is from the, the organisers of a, a half Ironman race in Australia. I've also had some inquiries regarding supporter t-shirts which competitors are getting made for their supporters. This is fine, but please note you cannot use the Ironman logo or word with the M dot. This is illegal. The World Triathlon Corporation, owners of the trademark, who license at large costs to use this logo, will be in attendance and will have several lawyers who work full-time on licensing and misuse of this logo. So, so what they're saying, if you're doing a t-shirt with your little kids saying, my dad's an Ironman, have a little you know, a resemblance of the end dot on there, yeah. the, the lawyers are going to try to sue them. That's just ridiculous. That is... That is like, that's incredible. That's we, incredible. We haven't pulled that one in a while, have we, John? That's bloody incredible. You know why? Sure, you know what? They came at us, and fair enough, because you know what? You can kind of see their, their point on that one, you know? And if somebody's going to be out there selling T-shirts with M dot logo, yep, totally, you know, them, it's but just, a kid for his dad. Yeah, I mean, seriously. Where does the common sense come in? The guy's writing this email. Where does he think to himself, good old, I'm not going to name him, good old... Glenda Bags. Oh, her? <laughs> <laughs> Where's common sense come in there? Like, what are you thinking? It's like nobody's profiting out of it. No, it is. And like, that's not going to make you like the sport more, is it? No. You know what I mean? And it's not. It's not harm. You know, it's not harming the sport for some kid. And it's not like millions of people are doing. It's not like corporate greed gone crazy. Well, it's just it's it's just kind of sad, if anything, isn't it? You know, because it, it actually pushes people away from the sport. Yeah. You know, because if you can't do a T-shirt, if you could say, my dad's an Iron Man and have a little M dot on there, yeah. you know, it's you kind of think, well, what's the sport really about? And But we fully understand they've got to protect their brand and if people were going out there and selling things and profiting... You know what? And when the you know, Iron Man talk, you know, like, fair enough, I can kind of see... You know, yeah. No, no, because I was... I was no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I had to do too many press-ups over the last week. Um, so I can kind of see their point. On that stuff, but with this one, sharpen up. Yeah. Sharpen up, WTC. Okay, Andrew Kerr, he just sent us through a bit of race report from the WTC Long Distance World no, Championship. the ITU. I mean, World ITU. Long course. And uh, he said it was actually pretty well done. Well, the, the, the draft zone they were trying to use over there was 12 metres by 3 metres, and I, I stated that I thought they were really going to struggle to do that on a flat course. Mm. Um, and apparently everyone had a good laugh at the briefing when they showed us the 12 metres. We just didn't think the maths made um, sense with people lining up like that. Somehow it worked very well on the day. Um, maybe John's combination of good wave starts and, mix, and, and weather and mixing it all up um, and not sending off similar athletes close together made the big difference. So you just had your wave out with you. So it sounded like it worked really well over there, but I think a large part of that was probably due to the, the weather conditions because it was so choppy in the swim, so windy, they managed to spread things out. But it looks like they good wave starts, spreading it out, not having everybody coming out together created a pretty fair race uh, what was it saying about aid station effort don't know if it has been done elsewhere but one of the aid station helpers dressed in a superhero suit and had rollerblades on you'd shout out water and it starts skating next to you and just pass you the bottle it was the easiest handover I've ever seen that's go great. the helpers because that's, that's the thing you need that <coughs> momentum you know you see so many people dropping yep. bottles yep. Um, because you're going along at you know between 30 and 40 kilometres an hour and just slam into your hand and if people aren't holding them correctly um 
It's, it's, you're missing them. My friend Amy Stiles was over there. She couldn't race. She got sick and she couldn't actually race, which she was a bit gutted about. But she was saying it was just ridiculous. It was such a hard day. Mm. That's what you want. Yeah, totally. I'm into an epic day. She was saying people were just blowing to pieces because in the run what happened was it got really hot yeah. and the wind died down. Yeah. So they went from crazy winds and crazy swim bike and then then the wind died and you're nice. just were frying in the oven. And, and Andrew Kerr also said, forget the boxing. I can't wait to be going. Uh, uh, I go get to Wanaka. I can't wait. It's going to be so much better than swimming in the dirty, hot, jellyfish-infested Swan River. I can taste it right now. Ugh. Yeah, exactly. Good old uh, Warwick. Yep, no. Warwick. John Fahey. John Fahey, I think it is. Oh, God knows. Anyway, his question is, um, this one is... He's, 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 going, he's been racing for a little while. He's done uh, China 70.3. He's done a few Olympics, and he's looking to build up... Oh, no, it's Warwick. Warwick, yeah. Warwick, okay. John Fahey. Good. Uh, he's building up for the yeah, He's actually got a really good book. I'm just going to give him a plug here. One Minute Presenter. Is it his book or is it somebody else's book? No, nah, he, looks, he looks pretty sharp. Yeah? Yeah, so okay. maybe if you want to check out his website, it's One Minute Presenter. And if you're ever thinking about doing like presentations, you know, at work or seminars or stuff like that, check it out. Get to the point. Yeah, get to the point. <laughs> um, so he's training up for, <coughs> for China and a couple of questions. First up, the swim is from uh, is point to point A to B. You don't really get that much nowadays, do you? I man. Very, very rare. Yeah. Um, what tips do you have for preparing for this type of swim? Is there anything different to bear in mind? Uh, I think the main things you need to look out for, and, and if, if it's in the same venue that they've had Ironman China of late, is it's critical to look at you know, the currents and the tides. Um, because A, that's gonna, it's going to dictate where you start and, and also going to be pretty important in terms of your navigation. Because you know, you've got to use the tides and the currents to your advantage to get from A to B as quickly yep. as possible. So what you need to be doing in, your, in the days before the race is um, if there's any boats out there, look at which direction they're going in um, and whether and they'll be able to tell you what um, the tide's doing. Obviously look at tide charts and so on so you know what, what whether the water's going in or out on the day. And probably the most important thing is just to watch swimmers in the days before the race and see what, what's happening because they're, they're going to be trying to swim in a straight line and you'll probably see them getting washed all over the show. So I think that's probably the two the main things things about point-to-point swims is looking for currents and tides. When it's a point-to-point swim, mm-hmm. is it boring? Uh, it's certainly a lot longer. But you can yeah. just keep like, you feel like you're swimming forever. Yeah, um, yeah, because you don't really have you know, the activity of the mind of worrying yeah. about turning and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Too. I've, I've only done a, a handful. Uh, I remember doing a half, my first ever half Ironman was in the south of France. Go on, where were you? I was in south Tell France, the story, John. Here we go. And we went out, we basically got on a Who bike. were you racing with? I was just I was solo. Oh really? Was, uh, How many people in the field? Oh, I can't remember that. It was it was it was reasonable. So it's a couple hundred probably. Five thousand, I heard. Five thousand. Yep. And uh, and we got taken on a boat out to this island, and you swam from the island back to shore. So you swam two k in a straight line, and that felt like a long way. Um, so and so and did they have did they have um, boys or yeah, yeah yeah? But it just seems like a long long way. So I guess if you're doing Ironman, okay, so you, and you got to had to get out of the water, you would have been front pack. I was pretty. I think I would have been in. I can't remember exactly, okay. but I would have been. Right you got on a bike. Got on the bike, pushed my way up into. I was certainly up into the top three, coming off the bike, uh, and then the run was it wasn't pretty. Really? There was a bit of uh, chum, chum going 10? on. I think I got about ten. Oh. Um, but anyway, so it's not about me, Bevan. No, no, because I like your stories. And I guess that's you know, triathlon history section we've been talking about. It's coming up soon. <laughs> uh, I think probably the one thing you'll find in point-to-point swims, you often find there's a little less argy-bargy um, because people, you know, you often have a bit more space to spread out and people are a bit more chilled out. Need to more? Sorry, they would need to cite more. No, we just, just saying. I mean, uh, um, and I guess one other thing is. If you've got to walk to the start, um, it would be really good to have somebody with you so you've got shoes on because you're probably going to have to walk a lot further than what you normally would. 
or you go and get yourself a pair of blue 70 socks and then you don't have to worry about it. Mm, but check in the rules that you're allowed to wear <clears> blue 70 socks. Okay, any tips for handling the excessive hot racing conditions? Now, to be honest, China, we're hoping it's not going to be like that every year, but yeah. they have <laughs> a couple of bad years. So yeah. any, any tips here, Jumbo? Uh, it's re- I mean, if, you, if you're living in that area, um, or if you're living anywhere, you just need to do some acclimatisation work, and we've gone over that um, in the past in terms of uh, wearing extra clothing and, and during your training, um, and just trying to simulate fairly regularly. Um, but when it comes to race day, <clears throat> it's just the, the obvious things, you know, you, need, you do need to slow down a little bit. Um, if you overheat, you're in all sorts of trouble, and if your heart rate gets out of control, you're in trouble as well. And when we talked to Chris McCormick about that, and he's sort of got his heart rate number that if he knows if he goes above that, he's going to be in bother really quickly. Yep. So you just need to slow down a little bit. Obviously, you need to drink more. And um, one thing that we often say for, for hot, sunny races is screening up with sunscreen the night before, and that sort of absorbs into your skin and just gives you a little bit more protection. Because if your skin really does start burning, burning on race yep. day... Um, uh, you know, that's going to be taking away energy that you could be using elsewhere. John, Bevan, we've been getting quite a few emails from people about the run walk who have had huge success with it. We have been getting quite a lot. Yeah, I so think Richard Kingsford actually, Richard Kingsford show, he did he did, uh, he, did a, he did a marathon somewhere recently, went sub three hours. Um, that's right, with the and, and he said with run walk, and he said his preparation was was much worse than what he had done in the and past. PB. Did a PB. Um, in, in worse condition and he said it worked a treat so John should I do it in Monaco for a half um, quarter did a, did a great run yeah I, I would say for, for that race you just you'd probably need to be a little more tactical about it um, so I'd probably walk a couple of the aid stations and then, and then basically walk the climbs yeah yep. there you go well, when I did the marathon last year, I, I didn't walk but I went really slow on the climbs mm. but what I love about good old Warwick is that his son that our, our Kona shows were better than the official Ironman shows. That's right. So, you know where you're coming from, Warwick. Okay, good old Paul Malali. Malali. I'm based in uh, Buckinghamshire, UK, and I've finally finished my fifth year of triathlon, and I'm toying with the idea of coaching. I'll coach for now and next year. He's 43. I've completed four IMs, three halves, and five ultra marathons, three marathons, and endless other races, and have always been fully self-coached. I feel, felt confidence of doing this this year, but because I managed to mess up my nutrition pacing and paid the price dearly on the run for around 70k mark onwards, I thought I had it under control working well within my heart rate zones. But basically, his question is... He's try, he was trying to do a sub-12 hour Ironman. And he's an experienced athlete. He's done a long time. What do you think you should do, John? Well, he's basically asking whether he should get a coach or not. And, and I think um, often, you know... Ooh, you've begun to hear. Did I you copy-paste it, did you? I didn't copy-paste oh, it. Oh, shit. Um, the other thing that um, I wanted to comment on was... Well, you didn't highlight any. It's written a big email. You've just Here we go. Um, just to add to my already busy life, my wife and I have just had our third child three months Whoa. ago. Four days before I left for Rote. <laughs> that was close. <laughs> like, I said that to Belinda last night. I said... <laughs> Happen if I did that? And I was like, you just stay over and roast. You wouldn't be seeing those children ever again. (laughs) You just find yourself a good lawyer. (laughs) So I think that was, uh, you must have a very understanding wife. People think Belinda must be very, very understanding, but that's taking it to a whole new level. So, Paul, um, 
that's impressive. <laughs> he is he also his dilemma is doing an online coach, a local one, a mix of both. Yeah. Yeah, so let's have a look at it. First thing is you've got to decide whether you want a coach and the thing what a, what a coach is going to probably bring to the table is, is getting things um, you know, a lot more, more it, is, it is different when you're an experienced instructor, I mean an experienced instructor, yeah. an experienced athlete because you kind of know your, your body, don't you? Yeah, and you know, do, whether you like just being a free spirit and doing your own thing or whether you like following a structured plan and that's probably what you're going to find when you get a, when you get a coach is you're going to have a plan and you're going to to, 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 to get to the end goal, the coach is going to want you to follow it pretty closely. Sure, everybody's got to have that little bit of flexibility because most people have got jobs, family, etc. Um, but you know, you're probably going to be on a fairly structured plan. Um, and, and in your case, it may well just be that instead of having a coach, it may just be a little bit of fine tuning. You know, if it's a nutritional issue, um, whether you did enough simulations, whether you know whether you tried it enough in training, or whether you're just not quite eating the right sort of things. So. Yeah, you just got to decide firstly whether you want a coach or you just need some consulting and a little bit of advice. And you know, maybe you need to look to a nutritionist more than a coach in mm. that situation. Mm. Mm. Nutritional issues are often um, pacing related, um, but it can often also be whether you're eating too many solids. So you know, often you can just go back and maybe have a little bit more normal food. Um, so I guess in all instances, um, just trying to help you out a little bit with here with your um, issues you had in your last race. Whether you have a good race, whether you have a bad race. Um, you should always do some post-race analysis, and um, poor, do you smell a bit better there? I think Ben's just checking the underarms, uh, and you just need to look at what you've done with your nutrition. Be really detailed with it. What you did with your pacing. Look at your heart rates, and look at your mental approach to the day, and then go back and look at your training and whether you actually practice those things enough. Um, especially with with Ironman racing, you've got to simulate race conditions often and often and often. If you're doing short course racing, you know, you've often got to race yourself into shape, but for Ironmans, you often don't have that um, opportunity because you, you know, you're going long and, and racing's going to bash you around a little bit. Yep. So post-race analysis is really, really important, and a coach can probably help you out with that. Um, in terms of whether you're deciding whether to get somebody local, whether you get an internet coach or whatever to do, you get a club coach, um, in most instances, it's always best to get somebody local because then you can see them in the face. They can help you with, with technique work and hopefully maybe just a little bit more accessible. But really, a lot of coaches who coach locally don't really do that stuff as well. Yeah, that's that's true. You know, like, I know you do because you're yeah. a very good coach, John, but, you know, you get back to the sport. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 you know, really. And sometimes you may just be going for you the go, You've got to write your program and that's where you see them. But you can often see things in people's faces when you when you when you when you see Oh, you can face. see when they're lying, can't you, John? Yes, that's right. <laughs> you need one of those voice things for Skype calls, don't you? <laughs> yeah. When they're lying. Yeah. You, yes, no, you're lying, I can yeah. tell. <laughs> so I think, you know, and if, if you've got somebody qualified that you trust and you like locally, it's generally going to be the best option. For somebody like you who's, who's followed a pretty good program in the past, um, and you've written a program that may just need tweaking, and that's where an online coach is yeah. going to be able to do that relatively easily. Um, and then sort of talking about tactics and so on, and, and that's where an online coach can help as well. So, and sometimes it's just nice to like I, I, I kind of use coach or I use you, and you know, I didn't use you at times, and I kind of liked at times using you because you kind of just took away a bit of me having to think. Exactly, and that, that really worked for me. And then at other times I was like, oh, I kind of know what I'm doing at this moment. Yeah. So you kind of just play around with it when you're a bit more experienced. And and that's the thing, you know, um, I think what you get, you get a, you get some. Structure, as Bevan was sort of saying, and that'll that'll take a little bit of pressure away. Especially and when you're really busy, it's quite nice to have someone else to write up your program, yep. and you get somebody to answer to, and he can, who can review review your program weekly. So I get guys to send me their plan, their 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 log each week, and I review it. Sometimes I don't say much, sometimes I say, I say a lot, um, but there's always somebody looking there, and and you've got somebody to answer to. And some for some people, that little yep. bit of tiny bit of added pressure gets them out the door. 
But um, one thing that I'm certainly not big at is if, if you're looking for somebody that needs motivating like every day, every second day to get out there and do it, and online coaches, well, my style of coaching is not the way to go. Um, and if, if you are, are needing somebody else to motivate you every, Maybe it's every couple of... Yeah, it's just yeah. wondering what, why the hell you're doing it. You know, it's, the, the enjoyment factor has got to be right, right up there if you're yeah. doing this Ironman stuff. Nice. Good with you, John. Well, Mike, the Farnborough Fox, yes. Hewison was in New York in his Central Park and he was in Central Park because he's gone to watch the New York Marathon last week yeah. and he saw someone running an Iron Talk jersey. Nice. Well done to you, whoever that but he, was. He didn't have enough time to go talk to them. Oh, it's a shame. Maybe he was too slow and he couldn't catch him. Um, just a note there on jerseys. Uh, the I Am Talk long sleeve jerseys should be getting delivered to me in the next day or two. Oh, it's exciting uh, times. And so I'll be seeing them out so they should be with you guys in the next two weeks. A couple other things. Colin Durant. Now, last week I was talking about the, the widget so yep. I'll show you, John. So, like on my Mac, if you okay. put on that, all these little widgets come up. Yes. So there's my shears. Yes. There's, there's the weather in Christchurch. Yes. There's the currency. Yes. And there's Iron Tool Triathlon. If you go like that, there's all our shows. Oh. And so if I want to listen to a show, I'll click on that one there, and yeah. I'll find it. And next thing you know, good old Trenzo Barazzoni will come up on the show. And so is that searching your computer? Welcome to episode one. No. It's gone to the internet. I am talk. Okay. Yeah. So it's got to download the show as well, or yeah. Well, I, I don't know how it's doing it to be honest, but it's bloody brilliant. Okay. And so it's only for Mac users, though. But he's working on an iPhone one as well. Okay. So then you can get your iPhone out with PC version. We get those. Yeah, John. <laughs> come on, Colin. Colin, I want a PC version. Once you go Mac, you never go back, John. Right. <laughs> so um, I'm going to put a link to. Get it. I'm going to put a link to. I'm going to put the widget on our website this week. So you can download it. It takes two seconds to upload it. You're, hey, if you're a Mac user, you know how easy it is. But then the other thing I just want to quickly bring up, good old James Botel was saying he was listening through all the old shows and he listened to episode 84. I get a little concerned when people listen to old shows. I, want, I worry what I've said. <laughs> well, <laughs> someone posted a comment on the discussion of the week and you read it out and it was a pretty boring email. But what was funny was the person's name was Willie Stroker. Yeah. <laughs> and you didn't pick, pick up, up on it, it. Yeah, right. so I thought that was it's kind of schoolboyish, but I kind of I, that works for me I, I, I knew what I was saying I was just trying to get get you guys to make sure you're paying attention nice back in 84 yeah back in 84 back in 84 well, it's 184 nearly that's right yeah, that was a couple of years ago then. <laughs> okay uh, sponsors do Athlinks first here's Troy from Athlinks wait I'm going to put a link in here here's Troy from Athlinks we have on the Saftal today's show um, Troy from Athlinks. Welcome along, Troy. Thanks for having me, guys. Good yeah. to be here. And it's great. You know, Athlinks has been a long-time supporter of the show. and Oh, we love you. We love it. And uh, it's great to see so many of you guys, your listeners out there, getting involved. And so we just wanted Troy to fill us in on some of the things that are going on with Athlinks. And uh, you know, we, we sort of do our half-assed effort each week of... Uh, hey, man, I do a lot of prep on that. <laughs> of sort of explaining what's going on, but it's always better to get... Uh, I've gone to the source, haven't we, John? Go to the source. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You so, guys do at least a three-quarter-ass job of doing it, so don't sell yourself it. short. Yeah, you're welcome. So, I mean, um, October's been a busy month. Um, fill us in on what you've been uh, you've been doing the last month or so. If you've uh, if you've been back to the site um, in any time in October, you'd have noticed uh, uh, just a ton of speed. So we 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 really literally rewrote the entire code base and launched on a on a. A handful of new, bigger, faster, meaner machines, and uh, it's been phenomenally received. Um, and we've had some growing pains along with that. So, um, and I just, I kind of wanted to ad- address some of those. Um, but so, our memberships up, and our traffic is up, and and we've just gotten a, a ton of great feedback from that. Um, 
and uh, but at the same time, we got really slammed with a uh, with a ton of new requests. So we've uh, we kind of got uh, got buried. October, you know, we 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 should have thought about this before we did it. And uh, last year, kind of the same thing happened in October. You know, just the end of uh, end of marathon season and and uh, Kona and everything else. Everybody's trying to jam all their results in at yeah. the end of the year, and so. We we just kind of you know we were so busy launching everything we just didn't we didn't restaff on the data team so uh, we just got buried but we're coming out of it quickly here so um, fret not we'll have uh, we'll have everything back up and uh, back up to that twenty four to forty eight hour turnaround time probably um, in the next I would say uh, three weeks probably so but uh, it's been really people, well um, still on people submitting all those uh, things and you just they may just take a little bit longer than than it has been in the past yeah absolutely so we're we've we've rewritten in the last week as we kind of we took a look in the back end and realized how far we had fallen behind um, so we we went back in and we rewrote the whole request engine on our side um, and we're actually going to start giving members access to that so they'll be able to see their requests so they'll know you know yeah so something's sitting out there for two or three weeks and they're wondering um hey where's my request they'll just be able to go to this page and at least see that we received it so you know even if we're kind of running behind um but we'll try to update with notes and things like that what happens a lot of times is you know we just get something submitted two or three times or a race that's already there that Maybe we missed, uh, yeah. you know, the race director didn't update it with a, a person's name. They'll resubmit the whole race, and then it takes our guys some time to go through and and make sure that the race isn't a duplicate, et cetera. So we're, um, you know, we really kind of this is a much needed um, admin function that we've needed probably for a good year as we started to scale out. Um, you know, it's easy when you're doing ten requests a day, but we get you know anywhere from two hundred and fifty to five hundred requests a day. Oh, uh, yeah, Bevan, so. Bevan can stop complaining about the amount yeah. of email he gets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's funny because we, you know, we as part of this this process, we never really looked. We'd save all of our requests, and it just goes into a kind of a ticket system. We've answered one hundred and eight thousand um, result requests since we wow. started. Yeah, so I was floored by that. I was just, I mean, you know, big pat on the back to the data team because they just, it's just unbelievable the work that uh, that they do on that side. So it makes my job easier, that's for sure. Hey, I mean, uh, we all love free free stuff and, and sampling free stuff. So um, tell us a bit about one of your, uh, your sponsors and your advertisers and, and what they're doing at the moment. Yeah, we got we just, we, uh, we got a great, great partner in, in Amino Vital. They've, uh, They've stepped up. They they have an endurance product that um, that I've been using for a few weeks now in training, and I've been pretty loyal to my to my uh, to what's in my bottle for the last few years, and so I tried it and I love it. I think it's just a truly I do think it's a fantastic product. But what they've they've done and they've come in and they've stepped up and given. Um, if you go to Athlinks and just that site wrap that's all around it with Hunter Kemper. Um, they w- they're giving out um, it's two sample packs um, and then a DVD that kind of explains their methodology behind um, you know why their product works and the you know the scientific principles behind it. So um, so if you just go in there, you just have to it's just a quick registration, uh, like an email and address, and they send it out to you right away. And is non- that for non-US and US? I mean, everybody in the world, or just US um, US listeners? Up until next week, it's going to be just U.S. Um, they've actually we got uh, just a, a bunch of email coming back from um, Canada and the U.K. and stuff. 
um, and they're going to start doing a coupon offer in there. So cool. they, they can't do the, I guess, because it's a nutraceutical or something, they can't ship it over um, in different areas of the world. But they will do um, a, a pretty deep, they're talking about a pretty deep coupon nice. that um, you'll be able to take into like GNC and vitamin shop and those kinds of places and, cool. and uh, sample it for yourself. Uh, I've tried it. I yeah. thought it was really good. Yeah. I, I remember it being really tasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah. It is. And it, and it uh, you know, I was actually using um, uh, a different drink. I'd kind of, I was kind of trying to change things up, and tried something else that a lot of people recommend recommending. And I was out on like a six mile run, and about three miles in, and it was really warm here in, in Phoenix, and the whole bottle was just foam i mean it was just it It was like i had a coke in my bottle it was just it was undrinkable and you know so amino is just really good it's i don't know it's tasty i got the fruit punch in the bottle every day and it's good stuff yeah. it's not too sweet that's what i i mean the, yeah, some of the like sweet, don't you? So, yeah yeah and you've got a, a new results page as well Yep, we do. As part of this rebuild in in October, um, a couple of things that we've done differently is uh, we we split. We used to pretty much, unless it was a huge, huge race, um, we would load the male and the female together, and and the results would often take you know twenty or thirty seconds to load on a you know like Kona for instance. So what we've done is we've really stripped that down, and so men coming in will will first just see the male results and and same for women uh and okay. so we've we've reduced the the load times part of it was the new servers and the code base but we've stripped down the data quite a bit and so those load times are you know darn near instant um and then we put a nice little summary box up in the upper right if you've noticed that where it's uh you know how many finishers for that race who the top male female and then top male and female members were average times and stuff like that so um, and you finally you're making a you're making a trip over to the to the the, the motherland to over to the, the motherland over to the UK I, to London with, with they don't say my bed. Yeah, I am. You know, what? I'm going to uh, I'm going to be in London. I'm actually going over to Minsk for five days in the middle of November, which is a brilliant idea. Nice. Um, coming from Phoenix, it's like 93 degrees here today, so yeah. I'm going to be dying. But um, I will be in London, and I'm trying to organize a uh, a little Athlinks member group run. Um, I think it's on the 15th. It's that Saturday. Um, and I'm going to post something. Um, I just sent out a message on Twitter today, but uh, but I'm going to put something on the site. And so we're just kind of calling out to the to the Londoners, trying to you know maybe do a little um, a two loop, like a twelve mile run or something. Yeah. yeah, we've actually got a pretty good uh, membership. I know you guys have a ton of members or a ton of listeners over there. So cool. just love to you know kind of meet up with some people over there. So, and, so just go to Athlinks, and you'll find a link to that on Athlinks. Yeah, I'm going to put up in the ribbon there, up at the just yep. under the logo. There's a little strip there, and I'll put some details about where I'm going to be. Um, and I'm going to be using Looped. So, Bevan, I don't know if you use that on the iPhone, but uh, Looped, you can just kind of do a GPS. I'll turn my little beacon on, and I'll be out there um, that Saturday. And but I'll post all the details about that on the site. Oh, I love I love the geeking. Yeah. I love the geeking out. <laughs> you got to convince John to do that over yeah, there. Yeah, he's, he's, he's just heard of the telephone. <laughs> I'll else? tell you, John. Though you know, with the iPhone, this new iPhone, you can take the video right with your phone. You got, you know, your little kids running around, and it's great stuff. I've got the Nokia. I've got the Nokia. He has stepped up actually. I, I was impressed. Oh. He had one of those old school bricks, and now he, it's, it's, it's impressive for John. Nokia E sixty three. I'm yeah. liking it. Yeah. Um, and oh. what else have you got coming up in terms of the net, the plans for the for the next sort of twelve months or so? Yeah, the the biggest thing is going to be obviously for the next thirty days is really getting our customer service back on target and and really, um, you know, at the end of the day, 
we're a customer service company. I mean, that's really what we do and what we try to focus on and be a number one at. So that's kind of the, the first thing. Um, some of the things that I know, John, you've clamored for forever um, with the relays, things like the Ragnar relay and uh, hood to coast and things like that. We're building in um, the relay functionality into the results as well as the multi-day events so whether it's you know the eco challenge type of stuff or you know tour de france type of cycling events um at the same time we're actually going to be adding a lot more cycling support this year Uh, a couple of other things uh we're going to be doing a training log which we already have under development as well as just kind of some old school functionality um like message boards and discussions and bringing that kind of down to a local flavor so um we're kind of doing a little interesting take on that with, uh, you know, you'll be able to kind of tag discussions a lot of different ways. So whether it's, you know, specific to Auckland or specific to Ironman or specific to, you know, biking, you'll be able to look at things and search for things in a few different ways. So you'll be able to, you know, kind of uh, get a little bit more out of it than just the... the so for the, example, if you wanted to go um, Auckland Cycle Group, you'd do those tags yep. and show all the discussions that have shown that... Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Great, great. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, you know, the, the ubiquitous, uh, we are working on an iPhone app as well as a uh, Facebook app and, and some things like that. So take your results with you and, and be able to share those a lot easier than you can now. So Yeah, it's great. It's all good. So all you guys, get on to Athlinks, keep it all updated. If you're in London, keep an eye on the site and catch up with Troy and uh, smoke him. Smoke him. <laughs> <laughs> that won't be hard to do. <laughs> have, a little, have a little Athlinks race and you can put the, put the results up there. There you go. Yeah, we'll do that. Try some Athlinks. And yeah. that's been cool stuff, eh? There's some good stuff going on there, so make sure you join up if you haven't already joined up. Nice. And the other thing you need to join up to that if you're not currently on there, trybias.com. Okay, tell me about it, John. Tell me about it. McCrang. I got an email from good old Gary Fegan. Yeah? I think he put my email address in. Oh, did he? Yeah. He the crank, so they've got a new feature on a website called Spin the Crank. Customers have a chance to win prizes from companies such as TYR, Fluid, um, cool, Jesus, <laughs> Louis Garneau, Garmin, TriSwim, as well as coupons and discounts for their orders. All they have to do is to play. It's, um, it's, all they have to do to play is refer a friend to trybuys.com by entering in their email address. They can play as many times as they like. So, sure, there's obviously they're, they're trying to um, improve their, the size of their database, but there's prizes up for grabs. <laughs> That's right, sell out your friends, so your friends and just get on it. <laughs> don't use um, imtalkpodcast at gmail.com <laughs> as an email. I think, I think if vegan, yeah, let's have a look. I got an email from vegan. Here we go, yeah, let's have a look. Good old vegan, use me. Here we go, vegan is spinning the crank. Gary Fegan has just spun the crank on tribys. Yeah. And what he's done, and so I've clicked there, and then what you do is you put your emails in, and, and oh, and you can win. Look at this. So you put the first name, okay. last name. Okay, first name, and I'll do one to my own email address. You can't do that. That's cheating. Well, I'm, okay. No, don't cheat. Okay, what's your email address, John? No, don't do it to me. <laughs> you've got to do it to a legitimate friend, and you've got to put their details in there. You've got to put their email address, and then you've got to spin the crank, and you can win lots of good prizes. Okay, and, yep, and then I'll go this one here. John Houston with an E. Okay, right. play. Spin the crank. Okay, I'm going to spin the crank. What do I do there? So you, you, they caught you out. Oh, I put an invalid email address in. There you go. So there. But I didn't. I actually put a real one in. We'll sort it out later. But what you do is you win. It's bloody brilliant. Recent winners, good old Mark M. Good old... Tamara. T- two Tamaras. She won twice. Okay, so you got to get on there. Yeah, man. Get in quick. Nice. 
Good work. Spin the crank Spin with tri Spin the crank with tri Good old coffees of Hawaii. Get your discount code. <laughs> you right, I am yeah. talk. I just, I'm, just looking, I'm just looking at the crank there. It's, it's, it's pretty well done. It's a Durace too. Nice. They, yeah. didn't, they, they went upscale with Spin the Crank. Tribos do have a nice website, don't they? It's good. Yeah, designer. That's what we need. Yeah. We're thinking about doing a new website, aren't we? We are. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Thinking about it. There's <laughs> some of work involved. <laughs> so you go to coffeesofway.com, use your coffee code. I am talk. Check out their. Um, yeah. if, if you've been on there ages ago, go go back because there's new shipping rates and stuff, and it's um, Albert's negotiated deals all over the place, so you can get some uh, some good stuff. You get twenty percent well, off. I'm going to tell you my discussion of the week for next week. Okay. I'm thinking now. It's a bit of a controversial one, but someone oh, brought it up in Kona. It wasn't from my mind. Yeah. Should WTC be letting the American Navy be a sponsor of their races? Okay, that can be next week's discussion. It's an interesting discussion, but isn't it? You've got two weeks to think about it. Because when you think about it, John, when you think about it, John. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. Navy did start the sport, yeah. so fundamentally, you know, that's where it comes from, and, and you know, and, and I can totally get that. But then it is a war organisation, mm-hmm. and and Ironman now is a multinational sport. That's right. And so, is that a conflict of interest? It's a bloody good discussion. Can't wait for next week. On Coffees of Wired at the moment, there's a Halloween sale. 25% all coffee through to October 31st, but it's gone past. <laughs> but go on there and check out there. Check LinkedIn, because they've made it out of the Coffees of Hawaii sign. Nice. That's pretty impressive. I'm liking that. Coffee. But I must say, Sean the Porno at the wedding had the vanilla nut. You said that last week. Oh, I know, but John, it was so good. It was good. And he had the hat. Let's look at the hat. You keep talking. I'm just pulling up crap. Okay, no, our sponsors this week are athlinks.com, <laughs> and trybuys.com. What was cool about the hat was it was green. Where's it? Oh, it wasn't that hat. You keep talking, John. It was, it was a great hat. Yeah, they got that one there. Visor. Yeah, the heat sweats. And you got that one, you got that one there. 14 bucks for a nice heat sweat. pretty good. Coffee. Exactly. Yeah, yeah it's nice. like that's only about. 20 bucks. Listen, probably less than 20 bucks, New Zealand. Yeah. Get on there. No, Brandon, get it with your coffee. Okay, now uh, what is sponsor, John? Done, I've done that. You missed it. You were asleep. Oh, man. Buy jerseys. They're, uh, as I said, they'll be shipped out in the next week. Amazon. Get on there. If you're going to buy anything from Amazon, go through our website. Go we, through we our store. We're making about four bucks a month off that. We're Actually, killing yeah, it. We're killing <laughs> it. It's a no brainer. I think what we need to do is have a Google homepage. Because you make lots. Because what what people do is they just have a Google homepage, and if people don't search Google page every time, mm. we should do that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Even the schema. Even the schema. No, no, it's not illegal. It's all good. Jombo, tell me about your life. Tell me about life, uh, Jombo. You you came today, and uh, and uh, when we're in Kona, you you're determined. Yeah. You have training week because you got an epic camp. You're going to carve up. I think secretly deep down, you maybe think I'm going to push it, Gordo. I have. You've conceded, haven't you? I haven't conceded. I have, I seem you've to have conceded. One good week and then one average week and one good week and then one average week. So, I'm, so, I'm, you, so you've been, gone from... Gone for the yo-yo technique. Were you, was your strategy to get gold for the first day again? No, I've, I'm, uh, I'm taking a pretty conservative... We're having a slightly different point scoring system. Just a swing. <laughs> swing it in my favour a little bit. This is the thing about Epic Cam. It's always <laughs> help out helping John, Scott and bloody Gordo. Yeah. You know, I could so, never win because I couldn't swim. So we've got a slight... We're, 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 we're going to be rewarding a little bit of speed on this camp. Ah. Um, so, because we don't want... Especially in the North Island, we want everybody to, we want everybody to get to Bluff at the bottom of the South Island. Yep. 
And so, um, and you don't think speed's going to blow people out? <laughs> oh, who cares? No, <laughs> who cares? No, it's not. Right? No, we're gonna. We just, we just, we just don't want mega tack ons in the first, um, oh, first handful of days. Okay. So you, you'll still get points for tacking on, but uh, it won't be actively encouraged massively. Um, but we'll have a few more little events. Okay, so but John, but now, but you came but today. I, uh, but I, I don't think I will be in the running for yellow. Well, I will be putting myself out of the running for yellow. Hopefully, in the first few days. I, I guarantee. He's talking shit right now. I guarantee that first day, he'll just do one big day, just to see. And then you'll, yeah. Because have you ever had gold yet? Ever? I have, but it was only, it was sort of, it was hoped to gold. It was because I got, I think, the first day at Italy because I was the highest place camper from the previous camp. Oh, so it wasn't no, really, no, that's no, not it. No, 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 no. No, so you've never actually officially had it. And that was it. pink, that wasn't And gold. the worst thing is, you're probably the, the third most user of Epic Camp ever. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So chap it up. Yeah. Need to do that. But day one. There's not a lot of opportunity on day one, so we're going to have a. It's going to be a 20k run to start with. Um, oh, you're a good runner. Yeah, but it's not going to be a race. I'm not doing a 20k running race on first day. Uh, okay. And then it's only like a. I think it's a 90k bike. Um, we will have a time trial on there, and then it's a 2k swim. Um, oh, John, so. you've got a chance. Just working your TT. Yeah. You got the TT bike nowadays. I have got the TT. I'm See, not gonna, he's I'm getting not, a spark in his eyes. My swimming at the moment is not going to warrant a high finish position in the uh, the time trial. Okay, sure okay. So what else has been happening in your life other than not trying? Other than much? that, uh, there's not a lot of excitement in my life at the moment. Uh, it's just trucking on. Kitties are waking us up quite a bit. So oh really? Because uh, you got two now, right? Eh? One wakes up, the other wakes up. You got to take one kid each, don't you? Who do so, you get? Thomas. Oh, that's good. You got the winning deal, didn't you? Thomas. You've got to have you. So, other than that, no, it has not been a particularly eventful week. How about you, Bevan? Well, it's been a very eventful week for me because I've been doing my aerobics world thing Mm -hmm. and I was up in Auckland and I've had no sleep. Last night I had no sleep. And it's not because I party, John. Yeah. It's because I was an idiot because we we, we worked and we, we had a really successful week, which is great. And. Um, when I watched our work, we basically record DVDs and when I watched it afterwards and it was all good and I might try to find a link on YouTube of what I do so you guys can mm-hmm. understand it because I think people think 80s aerobics and it's actually, it's high class. It's high I'll put a photo of it, of it on the website this week. But anyway, um, got home, went out for burgers afterwards, about yeah. 11 o'clock. Yeah. I was really thirsty so I got a two litre of Coke, couldn't sleep. No, Couldn't sleep at all. Didn't sleep at all. Nah. But I got bloody good at this game on my iPhone. I got this new grilling game. I'll show you afterwards. It's bloody sensational. It's called Backbreak. If you've got an iPhone, it's only a dollar. You'll have a good sleep tonight, though. Oh, Joe's coming tonight, so yeah, maybe, maybe I haven't seen it for a week. No, no, I need tired. I'll be two nights without sleep, John. That's right. Yeah. And other than that, what do you got coming up this week? You're going to read books tonight. You're just going to. You got some good books to get yep, through. Yep, we're um, going to read Harry Potter. Coming up this week. Have you read Harry Potter? No. Have you seen the movies? Or you'll be watching the movies soon. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm reading a good book at the moment. I'm reading the, um, Born to Run. Oh, are you liking it? It's good. I'm almost finished it. Almost a five finger from you. Yeah, you might have to. <laughs> uh, this week, what have I got? I've got, I've got Kitty Duty. I've got quite a bit of Kitty Duty this week. And then uh, DIY at the weekend. That's about oh, the it's DIY still going, is it? DIY is constantly going at our place. Are you, are you loving the DIY? Oh, I'm, I'm, restrict- I'm restricted on sports. Do you know why I'm you're not liking it anymore? 
Because well, now you can't train so much and you're thinking to yourself, I really mm. should be getting that training and there's just scraping that wallpaper off the wall. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, okay. I can read your mind. Anyway, what about you, Bevan? Anything exciting? Uh, just working. I've got to work heaps this week. I'm not too happy about that. But then next week, my year finishes. And the training starts. Yeah, pretty much. That's how I'm looking at it. Nice. And, and my strategy for Wanaka is I'm not I'm not going to be the old hardcore Bevan James Isles. Right. Um, I'm, 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 my strategy is three runs a week, mm-hmm. two bike rides, two swims. And it's all. And when Joe and I are going on a holiday over Christmas, I'll do a bit of running and maybe a bit of swimming, but no biking. So you're doing. You're going to do like the Ashburn Sprint as a bit of a warm-up race. Well, you've no, done a sprint I, triathlon before. Yeah, I have. have you? Yeah, my first. Ever, oh, maybe I have. Mm. Probably prob not. Do it. No, because I got my race team thing. I've got, I've got an aquathon coming up on the 18th of November. You come and do that. Oh, I might do that. Two weeks before oh, no, four and a half k swim, four and a half k run. Oh, I could probably take it out. <laughs> you could do. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I don't think I'll be winning Monica. Although, would it be much of a field? I do not know, but I think they've got a reasonable size field. Don't know the quality of it. Nice. You'll be competitive. I'll be up there. I'll be in the top 25%. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, that's good to hear. Okay, I think we're off on enough, John. God, you never stop, do you? I never stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Russ. I'm Indo. Train hard. Train smart. Kia kaha.